Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. Um, and we have a returning guest today who appeared literally only a few episodes ago. Um, he was speaking about Argentinian lithium. So we have, uh, welcome back, Nicholas Kakos, who is also the CEO of Blue Sky Uranium, who one of Argentinian's best positioned uranium and vanadium exploration companies with more than 4,000 kilometres um, of prospective tenements. So um, Nicholas is here today just to uh, give us an update on Blue Sky Uranium um, and tell us what the company's been up to. So that's welcome back, Nicholas, again. How are you doing, Nicholas? Doing well. Thank you for having me back on your program. No, and I appreciate you uh, taking your time out of uh, today. Uh, we obviously spoke a, a few days ago um, and Wondered if you could just give us a brief overview of uh, obviously of your career. Um, appreciate anyone that's just listened to this episode. If you go back a few episodes, um, Nick has told us a little bit about his uh, about his background and his career. But for those that haven't listened, just wonder if you can just tell us a little bit a little bit about yourself. Certainly, uh, I've been in the mining industry here for approximately just around about thirty years. And uh, I've been with uh, Joe Grosso, and uh, it, he founded uh, Grosso Group Management, which is, by the way, the company that uh, manages and runs uh, uh, Blue Sky Uranium. We've been active uh, together uh, in Argentina for the last 30 years. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in chemistry and a master's degree in business and uh, and three decades of experience in mining exploration. Um, and basically, in, uh, in most of that focused in uh, Argentina. So I just wonder if you can just tell us a little bit about uh, Blue Sky Uranium. Yes. Well, Blue Sky is a very unique company. Uh, Blue Sky is uh, focused in Argentina. And what we have discovered there is not just a single uranium deposit. We have uncovered a new uranium district, a district uh that spans nearly 145 kilometers in length and it's a corridor about 50 kilometers wide and what's exciting about this district is that it has a lot of geological similarities with some other districts around the world uh that represent some of the largest uranium deposits with some of the lowest operating costs namely like those in kazakhstan and we've already done some preliminary economic work and it's showing that this uh, deposit that we have already discovered there um, would rank amongst the lowest uh, operating deposit uh, mines in the world if it were in production today. And now we're at that phase of being able to see, can we find additional deposits and create a nice cluster that we can begin to operate here? So just wanted to just tell us what sort of stage you're, you are at uh, of development um, with obviously Blue Sky Uranium. Yep. Well, with Blue Sky, we have already, like I stated, discovered the Ivana deposit. That's at the southern end of, of our trend here. There's just under 23 million pounds of uranium to 11 and a half million pounds of vanadium. And uh, we've just completed a round of drilling. 
that had a twofold uh, purpose on this deposit area. One was to test in between drill holes so that we could tighten up and upgrade the quality and the confidence of this deposit. And the second uh, objective was to step out and to see, is there room to actually expand this deposit? And I'm happy to say that we have been successful in both cases. So we are undertaking a new resource calculation right now that uh, will upgrade the quality of the resource and uh, conceivably looks like it'll also expand uh, the size of the deposit. The second thing that we're doing is stepping out within a radius of about 30 kilometers or so and see, can we find additional deposits of uranium in, the, in this district so that we could run them all out of one operation so we could have a cluster of deposits and run them. So we're in the middle of that kind of a drill program. And in fact, just this morning, we announced that we received permitting for two additional new targets, probably our two best, most prospective targets. So we're quite excited about that because these carry uh, geological signatures that are very, very similar to our Ivana deposit. So we're going to be moving to start uh, prepping these uh, targets for drill testing uh, over the coming couple of months and uh, hopefully have results by the first quarter of 2023. So what are some of the milestones that you've achieved so far with the company? Well, we've I'd already discovered uh, a deposit uh, in, in uh, at the Havana deposit. The second thing is we performed a preliminary economic analysis on it and we indicated that uh, it can produce uranium potentially if it were in production uh, at costs as amongst the world's lowest uranium producers. So if the price of uranium today hovers or is hovering around $50 a pound, we should we have demonstrated that we could potentially uh, produce around $16 a pound. So it is a, a, a very robust project. I think the next stage now is expansion. Let's find some more uranium in additional areas. So I just wonder if you can just tell us a little bit about the expansion plans that you may have, um, obviously then moving in, moving into production. And also, I, I obviously, you mentioned about exploring other areas. I just wonder if you can give us some information around that. Yes, we've identified already uh, four, uh, well, five targets uh, where we could potentially find additional uranium. And these are all within a 30 kilometer radius of our existing deposit. The first area, of course, so for potential expansion is the deposit itself, and that is going quite well, and we've got news out on that. Then we've got four other targets that we're, uh, we've been drill testing, uh, and we just received uh, permits for an additional two. As those drill targets then get, get tested and we begin to uncover new uranium, uh, I think that's going to be represents a real inflection point for the development of Blue Sky and a, and a potential new revaluation point uh, for our uh, market capitalization. Um, I wonder if you just tell us a little bit about your parent group, Grocer. Um, yeah. Obviously, on our previous episode, uh, you mentioned that obviously you went into Argentina um, 30 years ago. Just wonder if you just tell us a little bit about the group and about the uh, management as well of the uh, and the structure behind the group. Yeah, the Grosso Group is a, a pioneering. Uh, is first of all, it's the management group that runs uh, Argent uh, that runs uh, Blue Sky Uranium. But it Grosso Group, headed by Joe Grosso. Joe Grosso, by the way, has been inducted into Argentina's Mining Hall of Fame. He's been Explorer of the Year. 
we've been active in Argentina since 1993, one of the early pioneers of uh, since uh, uh, the laws were changed to allow foreign investment for the first time into Argentina. And we've been extremely successful there as a group. We've met, we've been able to make four uh, world-class discoveries there. And our real emphasis is on community relations. It's been like that from the very get-go because having the social license has always been key uh, and uh, having the trust of the locals, it, it is a key point in, in that without that, it's impossible to move a project forward anywhere in the world. And Argentina is no different than anywhere else. So, and I've been with the group here since now for also for 30 years since inception and uh, have seen it all evolve. So it's a, it's a very a, a exciting place to be working. And the other thing that's exciting about Argentina, most investors probably don't uh, appreciate or, or know this, is that Argentina itself is a nuclear country. It has a, it's one of the, it's got a very, very highly sophisticated and developed nuclear uh, industry. Uh, they've got not just power plants, they've got research reactors, they've got uh, pilot enrichment plants and so forth. They are active in every facet of the nuclear industry. In fact, they've been in the nuclear industry since the early 50s, almost as long as the United States has. The one thing that they don't have is uranium production domestically. They have to import all their uranium needs. And because it's imported and they need to have a secure supply over many years, they pay a real premium to it for that. So Blue Sky with the discovery that we've made now and hopefully with the additional discoveries that will come, uh, we feel that we can. We are setting our, our company to be potentially the first domestic supplier of uranium for Argentina. With obviously Argentina, I suppose, a newly uh, newly mining jurisdiction, um, obviously you're involved in uranium, um, and obviously lithium, as we discussed in the previous episode, what other commodities are, I suppose, in abundance in Argentina, whether they've been discovered or not? And, and, I, and I suppose moving forward, maybe over the next decade, is there an emphasis on a particular commodity that you feel that is maybe undiscovered and there's a, probably an abundance of? Um, Argentina is the eighth largest country in the world and has the potential for many types of commodities. There have been some world-class uh, gold discoveries in Argentina, of which Grosser Group has been a part. Argentina means silver. and in, in fact, there's been some world-class silver discoveries. In fact, Grosser Group has been involved in discovering the Navidad silver deposit, uh, which is the world's largest undeveloped silver deposit. And I believe that's starting to move closely towards uh, development now too. So, but besides uh, that, copper, uh, zinc, uh, iron ore, um, lithium, uranium, uh, rare earth metals, Argentina is a big country and has enormous potential for making many, many discoveries. And, and because of that, uh, the government recognizes the Potentially, it could be very lucrative for Argentina in terms of uh, tax royalties. Um, they're very supportive of mining, and uh, and, and they recognize that, and, and makes it uh, a great place in which to operate. Yeah, what are some of the challenges you you see in in I suppose companies looking to invest in Argentina? If there's obviously a lot of un, uh, undiscovered 
um, assets there. What, what would you say some of the, the challenges are for, I suppose, international companies to, uh, to go into Argentina? Well, the challenge is it's not enough to go in with uh, deep pockets in Argentina. I think it's important to have that connection with uh, the gatekeepers, you know, the uh, have the social license, not just with the locals and those who are most affected, even the further around communities with the, with the government officials, with the provincial officials, because mining is still relatively undeveloped in Argentina. The opportunities are huge, but because mining is undeveloped, many people, it doesn't come up to their mind. They're not, they haven't come up with mining. So they, many people may have preconceptions of what is good or not so good about mining. And, uh, and politicians, obviously, uh, are those keen not to try and disturb that. So if, if a company comes in and tries to rush things through and not engage the right people, it can potentially create problems uh, not just for the project going forward, it can create problems for the local politicians looking who are getting elected because they're electorates. And, and then they're, you know, we'll look back at them, say, well, what's going on here? Is this right? So having a right communication strategy, being able to carefully and methodically and patiently uh, be very transparent and honest uh, with local stakeholders and make sure that they are part of it and they can reap some of the benefits. That's been a, a forte that the Grosser Group has always advocated. We've been extremely successful on that part. So these are steps that I believe are relatively unique in Argentina, but you know they're not that foreign in almost anywhere where you operate. Yeah. So what's the outlet for the next six to nine months uh, for uh, uranium and blue sky? Well, the outlook for uranium looks fantastic. Uh, we've seen the price of uranium nearly triple over the last few years. Uh, I'm seeing around the world right now, we're seeing more and more nuclear reactors being built as nuclear energy is being accepted as a, a safe, secure, and uh, reliable way of generating baseload energy. And of course, it's carbon-free. I mean, it's one thing to have, you, you know, carbon-free is also... Uh, wind energy and solar energy, but on cloudy and windless days, that doesn't work as efficiently, whereas nuclear energy works 24-7 constantly. And further, as the technology and the engineering has improved in the last few years to build smaller, uh, lower cost and safer nuclear reactors, we're seeing their global acceptance right now. And this is driving the demand for uranium, which is the, the fuel that's being used to generate nuclear energy. And it's not like you can turn a switch on and find more uranium. It takes, uh, a, it takes a long time to discover it and to, and, and to process it and to, and to ship it and to mine it and so forth. So the and because the, the size of the uranium industry is relatively small, we're, gonna, we're seeing uh, really a, a logarithmic rise in the price of uranium right now. And uh, so from that vantage point, Blue Sky is operating in a very, very favorable environment. And the second point from Blue Sky ourselves, we've made our first discovery, the drill program, the, the exploration drill program that's currently underway right now, as we bring in positive drill results, I think that paired together with the rising price of uranium is a recipe for success for, uh, for our shareholders. Yeah. And I'm just going to ask if, if, if there was anything else that you would like to add. I think you've done a nice summary there, but if, is there anything else that you would like to add and give our audience? 
No, I, I, I think uranium is 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 uh, is like I said, not just a positive in terms of the price of uranium that's going up, as is also being accepted, and even the European Union included it as a green metal, energy metal. Uh, I, I think uh, the, the uranium is, and the and the rising price of uranium is going to be here for a long time to come. So uh, investing. When you're looking to making investing, I think the first thing you want to look at is a, a solid and a team that understands where they're working and how they're operating and uh, and technically how well they do and what their track record is. And I think we carry all, all uh, three of those uh, characteristics. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, Nick, I really appreciate your time. Um, give us an update on Blue Sky Uranium. Um, looks very promising. And um, good luck for the future. And perhaps you want to come on uh, sometime next year and give us a give us a, uh, an update. It would be a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed the, the episode. Uranium is certainly a, a commodity or energy um, baseload energy that is needed. Uh, and I think around the world, uranium is going to start to become more more evident. Um, as we uh, as we move forward into uh, into this decade, um, so really appreciate your time for listening. Can you share this episode amongst others around the world? Obviously, this podcast goes out to all four corners of the world. Um, so appreciate your continued support. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time. Happy Mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.